Yo, this is Jake Cuts Fresh. You're checking out the Barber Life Podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status. Barber Life. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast today. This is a speech I did at the high school, uh, local to me, about 25 minutes outside of Boston. Um, They wanted me to talk about college not being the only option, um, but what else you can do, and uh, me being living proof of that. So really awesome opportunity. Really got to connect with a few of the kids, and um, I hope you enjoy it. As always, you can catch me at jakecutsfresh.com on Instagram and Twitter at jake underscore cuts underscore fresh. And any questions, comments, concerns, jakecutsfresh at gmail.com. As always, thank you for your attention, man. Appreciate it. So we're very lucky today. This is uh, Jake Offstriker, right? Yeah. Um, Got it. I just learned his last name, but I uh, only recently come to know him. He's here today to talk about being a business owner. And the reason why, guys, is because not all of you are going to go to college. But all of you are going to be successful. And of course, college can help you be successful. All right? But the question then remains, how do you be, what, what, what's another path, guys? How can I be successful? Everyone tells me that it has to be college or nothing. It doesn't. No. 99% of the millionaires in the United States did not go to college. They're business owners. Can you put the phone away? Okay. And so we have Jake here. Jake is, uh, he runs a business called The Chop Shop. I'm going to show you his, a video of his, uh, his shop. And he's going to tell you his approach to success. And he's, he, he's an idea guy. I get my hair cut from him. All right? And I love talking with him. And I think that's one of your biggest gifts is your ability to communicate. But... Uh, let's just so you get a, ba- a little background. This is a minute intro of uh, what he does. And again, I'm going to steal Coach Spears' uh, phrase, but please have if you have an open mind, this will be a benefit. Max A117. Okay, here we go. All right, all right. Yep, right All right, listen, listen. I know, listen. I know a lot of you don't want to listen to me. I know a lot of you don't want to be here. You're only here because you have to be here, and I get that. But, like John said, with it, I don't know what you call Mr. Cameron. I don't know you call With an open mind, with an open spirit, you might actually get something from today. My goal today is to have at least one person in this room, male or female, have this as a point on their calendar where their life changed. That's my goal today. I'm not paid to be here. I'm losing money to be here. I should be at my shop cut here, but I'm here because I want to be here because I love you guys, even though I don't even know you. This age you're at is super, super important. Decisions you make from now till a year from now are going to shape the next five years of your life. You hear people say, you got a five-year plan, you got a five-year plan. What they mean is, what are you going to do this year to make sure the next five years that you have coming up don't suck? Because I did a lot of stuff that made my life suck when I was your age. So... I went to college, to be clear, but I didn't finish college. 
I'm probably teachers might want to plug up for this one. I think college is an overpriced, crappy product that doesn't work good anymore. Yeah. You're going to spend a lot of money to get in the door. Now, you go to college, you're going to get a degree. That's important. If you want to be a doctor, you want to be an accountant, a lawyer, because you can't become a lawyer just like being a hustler like me. You can't do that. <laughs> all right? If you want to do that, by all means, let me help you on your dream to get towards that. But if you just want to own a business, you want to be a landscape, you want to own a barbershop, you want to own a floral shop someday, something, whatever you want to do, get into business. Business will teach you business faster than any school. And you're not going to spend 80 grand. A lot of kids I know went to college. They got out of college, they immediately bought a new car because they got a job, and they're still living with mom. Now they got $120,000 in school debt, plus a $60,000 uh, car loan, that's $180K, and they don't own a house. They're in debt, 180 k and they don't own a house? My first house cost $100,000. I could have bought almost two with that money. Do you know what I mean? So my name's Jake Ostriker. You can find me on the internet. Let me, uh, let me can I write on here? Is there Marcus? Is uh, yeah. Let's mark it for that, because I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or Ruiz. I don't know if you can even read this. bring it up. Just so you guys know, remember we said the average salary of someone who doesn't complete college, we said it's around $29,000 a year, and that's from a college, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, Mr. Ostreicher makes more than any teacher here at FHS, okay? Without revealing the salary, he's doing pretty damn well. He makes more than I do, certainly, so I'm, you know... Wondering if I should go back and <laughs> what businesses I might might be uh, successful at. So. All right, so I should have put that up there earlier, but we had the video. So, so this right here is my website. This is where, if you ever want to talk about anything, and I'm very well versed in a lot of areas. I used to be a youth leader at different churches. I've had a lot of experience with guys your age, girls your age. Okay, you want to talk about anything, you go ahead. You can find any of my YouTube stuff, Instagram. You can email me directly, whatever it is. So we'll get that out of the way. Um, what, I, what I'm really interested in talking to you guys about today is um, making sure you understand that, like, uh, like, like John said, college isn't the only option. It's a good option, but it's not the only option. It's not important to be a college graduate in order to be successful. Okay, so who I am, I'm a barber, I'm a master barber, I've been cutting hair since I was about 14 years old. I got my license to cut hair in a shop professionally when I was 22. Uh, I started working at a guy's shop from 03 to like 2011, I worked for a guy, learned everything I needed to learn, and then decided, because I was far away, I got married, wanted to have kids, and I was really far away from where I lived, alright, so I was living in Framingham, and I was working in Malden, and then when I got married, my wife already owned a house in Milford. So I moved to Milford because I couldn't convince her to move in my crappy one-bedroom apartment in Framingham, you know. But, so now, now I'm like really far away. And I want to have a kid. I don't want to be an hour and a half away. So it was just a situational dictation is what it was. Basically, I want to be close to home, so I had to open a shop closer to where I was at. I was looking at other shops to work at, and I was thinking about it. If I'm going to start all over with zero clients, because I had a lot of clients up in Malden, if I had zero clients, it may as well be on my own terms. I may as well put my life savings into this thing. So I opened a shop in 2011. It's called The Chop Shop. It's in Milford. Some of you might have heard of it. Some of you might not have. But uh, you can check us out online. I also 
uh, run a podcast about barbering because I'm pretty uh, obsessed with it. Like I said, I've been cutting hair since I was like 14. Uh, so I do a Barber Life podcast. You can find that on iTunes. And then um, I also host a big networking night for barbers in New England. So we get guys together like twice a year. We have a uh, DJ come down. We bring brings their own drinks, of whatever they want. We just cut hair, talk, and uh, it's really it's like it's kind of like a like a building situation. Um, I also also have started other businesses, right? So on the side, I also sell on Amazon. I have an Amazon account which I sell. So if you buy books on Amazon, you might buy it from me. That's making money while I sleep. I don't. That's a set it forget it type of situation. Anybody in here could start doing that tomorrow if you want to learn. You can make a lot of money. I know a dude that's making ten thousand dollars a month <laughs> selling books, going to, going to basement sales. Um, believe it or not, you can laugh if you want, but I just started another company. I'm trying to link up with my uh, landscaper friend on it, and it's just scooping up poop. Nobody wants to scoop that dog crap up. I'll do it. Oh yeah, I've seen. <laughs> I'll do that. I don't care. There's no shame at all. I'll do that. I'll make $600 a month doing that on the side. I'll send somebody else to do it, and I'll be making $400. $400 a month is about passive income, which I'll talk about later. Uh, how I got to where I'm at right now, I think I, think I told you that. Um, it, I think it's important to understand the why I got to where I'm at right now. Things changed, and my focus changed when I had a family. When I got married and decided that somebody else's life was more important than my life. That's a huge one. You guys aren't there yet. Some of you might be. That's when your life really changes, when you put a lot of other people before yourself. Um, like I said, I want to be close to home, I want to have kids, I want to have a family. I can't be an hour and a half away if the kids got to go to the hospital, right? It can't happen. So that's why I started moving closer, and that's why I opened my own shop, and that's, it's all based on family. I want to create a place where everybody felt comfortable. It doesn't matter your age, race, religion, sex. We have a lot of transgender people that come to my barbershop, uh, gay, straight, black, white, all different races. It doesn't matter. <coughs> That's what I do, I include people. Um, so what I want you guys to know today is that you're gonna have a lot of decisions to make. So how many, everybody here is senior, is that right? All right, just out of curiosity, how many people like to read? Two, three, all right. I feel like this one's joking, I don't know, I read a little late. All right, so if you read websites and you read articles on blogs, that's reading. I don't mean a book. Here, here's why I mentioned that. Everything you want to know is in a book. And it's probably free at the library. Have you, guys, you guys ever seen the movie Good Will Hunting? Anybody seen that? Yes. One person saw it. Good. Homework, go home and watch Good Will Hunting. He's a rough and tough, rough and tough kid from Boston, gets in a lot of fights, gets kicked out of school, <coughs> been in and out of foster homes, all that. But he's smart. He's, he's like genius level. And this guy tries to flex on him a little bit at this bar when he's trying to talk to this girl, and he's like, oh, da, da, da. You, know, uh, you know, I know this, because I know you're going to talk about Voltaire, and you're going to talk about this, and then you're going to mention that, but you're not remembering this, and the guy's like, how do how you know this stuff? You're a thug. He's a genius, and he reads books all day long. That's what he does. He reads. And he says to the kid, he says, you're going to be pissed when you wake up tomorrow and realize that your Harvard education could have been had for $6 in late fees at the library. Everything you want to know is in a book. So let me get right to that, actually, because I'm passionate about that. Books. Here's three books that you all should read starting today. Number one, The Millionaire Next Door. Anybody ever heard of that book? The Millionaire Next Door interviews 100 millionaires. 80% of them, which, anybody good at math, is how many? 
80. 80, that means only 20 that weren't. 80 <coughs> were first generation millionaires. They didn't come from money. They were just like me. And they were just like you. They made it happen. There's ways to make it happen. Um, the other book you need to read is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that's based on Robert Kiyosaki's life, the guy who wrote it. He had a father that was a teacher, took the safe route, went to college, got a state job, state pension, state funding, blah, 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 nice and easy. They never had much, but they had enough. Then they had his friend's dad, who owned a restaurant, a landscaping company, three convenience stores, this, that, the other thing. He knew how to make money like this. He would buy property as soon as he could. He knew how to flip this, flip that. And he watched both dads and how they lived their life. Neither one was wrong, but one's a little more enticing, right? One's a little more enticing when you can do whatever you want. When I can leave the shop and come talk to you here for free, that's freedom. I'm living a free life. So, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is the second book. Uh, the third book, actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell you the third book because the third book, you're not ready for that. You got to wait till like 25 to read that. But I always tell people this book is called The Way of the Superior Man. And it's not going to make sense until you're 25 because you haven't had your heart broken yet. <laughs> you haven't been through the ringer yet. You've been through a lot, don't get me wrong. But you haven't really been through it yet. So we'll keep it there. But everything you want to know is in a book. How many people in this room, and I know it might be a little bit afraid, of, you know, you might be a little bit afraid to, uh, you know, raise your hand in front, of, in front of your friends and stuff like that. But how many people would say that they have a dream of what they want, you know, your dream job or your dream goal? They have a dream. A lot of people. I see a lot of this. Boom. All right, so let me, let me tell you a little bit. I had the dream, too. I had a dream, too. I had a dream, too. Here's what, here's, here was my dream, to do whatever I want, whenever I want. It wasn't very specific, right? I thought I was going to be a rap star. It's <laughs> funny. I'm, I'm nasty at rapping. I will literally kill anybody in this room rapping. So listen, I've been rapping since 13 years old. Every single day. I'm a but here's what I didn't here's what I didn't know. I'm not marketable. I'm not I don't have the looks. I know I'm not good at writing songs, I'm just an SDF freestyle. That's all I'm good at. <laughs> so, X that. Plan A, X that dream. Alright? Then I wanted to do stand up comedy. I tried my hand at stand up comedy, I did that for five years. I was relatively successful, I was getting paid for and this and that. But with that came a lot of drinking and drugs, which I started to get a little too far into and had to back out of that. Alright? So, plan B, sliced it. Alright? Now, I'm cutting here a little bit. Now, okay, what are you doing? You're just kind of sitting around. Okay, I'm going to go to barber school, get my license, blah, blah, blah. Okay, plan C. Plan C is what did it. Plan C is what did it. Now, my dream is coming true through plan C. So you're going to have some failure. You're going to come up against some stuff, and you're going to be like, oh, man, I can't believe this didn't work out. Boom, and walk away. That's okay. That's okay. I'm on plan C. <laughs> you don't even have plan B and C in your head yet. I'm on plan C and it's working, okay? It's working like crazy. I get to make a lot of money, I get to take care of my family, I get to talk to people, and now I can really kind of do whatever I want. And the reason why this all started, and I want to open this up to some questions and stuff too, so if you have questions, think about it. You know, it, it would mean a lot to me 
to be able to answer some questions for you guys, like actual real deal questions, like real examples. Like, you know, I'll be up here talking, la 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 la, yeah, sounds good, sounds good. You know what I mean? What's real life examples? What's really going to work? And I, I know you want to know that, so I'll be able to answer that. Um, so I'm on plan C and I'm, and I'm doing it. I didn't think that it was going to, there was a lot of doors that closed in my face, there was a lot of things that didn't happen. Um, I was talking to John in the barber chair. And I was telling him how I got this Amazon business started up, and I'm just getting this poop scooping service started up. <laughs> I laugh every time I say it. Uh, I mainly started the poop scooping service just to prove to my friend the power of Instagram, because I'm only going to run it through Instagram. And, and this dude has had a business for 20 years, and he's telling me uh, social media sucks for business. So I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. All right, so moving on from that, we're going to prove him wrong. Um, you know. There was a point in my life where I was very scared. Like I said, a lot of doors closed in my face. A lot of things, I dropped out of college, okay? I was a terrible student. I brought my report cards on, I left in the car, shoot. I brought my report cards in case somebody <laughs> wanted to see. C's and D's, baby. I got a couple of A's, a couple of C's to roll my four years. Those are the easiest classes, the ones you can't really mess up unless you're a jerk. Um, but C's and D's all day. I got barely got into Framingham State. I got, what's the, what's the best school you can get on the SATs now? 1,600? Okay, yeah. It's not, it's not required for, this, for the Framingham State. It's not required anymore? Probably because of me. <laughs> <laughs> the, fir the first time I took the SATs, I got a 710. <laughs> That's bad, right? The next time I took them, I got 1,100, which was just, you needed 1,000 to get into Framingham State, so I just made it. Um, I'm not a good student, but I got passion. I want to learn something. If you got something I can learn from, I want to learn from you, man. I'm going to hit you up. We're going to go get coffee. I'm going to ask you. If you got something I want to know, I'm going to hit you up. We're going to go get lunch, and I'm going to ask you all these questions, and you, hopefully you'll help me. Some dudes snub me. I get snubbed a lot. But I play the numbers. I'll ask 20 people to be on my podcast. Three say yes. That's fine. So 17 no's equals a yes? I'm all day. That's, that's great. Because because of the Internet? Oh, my God. I can, I can text 100 people an hour through Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So... The gatekeepers are no longer the gatekeepers. Let me get back to my point because I was getting off on it for a second. But oh, oh, the reason, oh, yeah, the re so John and I started talking. I was talking about these businesses. And he's like, well, how are you going to do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Well, how, how are you going to have time for that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I said, you know what I look, how I look at, it, John? I'm on the front of the ship. I'm on the front. You ever see Titanic? <laughs> you know? Except way less corny. I'm on the front. I'm seeing the icebergs, I'm taking the rain, I'm taking the hits, I'm taking the seagulls, I'm taking all that stuff, so I decide what's going to happen. I'm on the front of the ship. So, when, when you're on the front of the ship, it's scary, because you don't know what's there, and you're, you're taking the brunt of it. But all the people I look up to, anybody know, uh, obviously people know Jim Carrey is, right? I know we're different ages. Okay, yeah. Do you ever see the movie he did called Man on the Moon? Okay, he did a movie. Did anybody know? So I'm going way back. Anybody know who Andy Kaufman is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andy Kaufman. Yeah, Jim Carrey played him in Man on the Moon. Now, Andy Kaufman was a stand-up comedian. This is an example of what he would do. He would go to a, a stand-up club. He would get on stage, and he would read four pages of a book and walk off. And be like, what, the, what was that? You know? He would go on stage, he'd put on Mighty Mouse theme song, and he would just sit there. And then he would just sing one part, and then sit there. And then get off the stage. And I was like, what is going on? This man was living on the edge. He was living on the front 
of the ship. He didn't care what was okay. He didn't care what was supposed to happen. He didn't care if he were going to like it or not. He just had to do this thing that was inside him. And then uh, his part, what's his partner's name? The, uh, the, the Bob Zamura. Bob Zamura used to show up with him as another character, and they used to freak people out, and they changed the world of comedy. They changed the world of comedy through this. I see that movie, it reminds me of get on the edge. Who cares? Well, how are you gonna, what are you gonna do with all that dog crap once you get it? No idea. I'll figure it out. Because I'm a smart person. I was a terrible student, but I'm a smart person. Terrible student, but I'm very smart. Because I read a lot, and I know people. And I understand you and you and you. I'll, I'll, I'll sit with you for five seconds and I'll get pretty much your life and I'll be able to help you or you'll be able to help me. Because I care. I got passion. These are things that you're going to need. So don't be afraid over the next five years. Because what do you guys think? Everybody 18 or 17 ish? Nobody? Anybody 19 in here? 20? 19? 20? That's, 19, 20 is when my life was the darkest. Because I was closed minded. I didn't think anybody had any answer. I dropped out of school. I didn't know what I was doing, blah, blah, blah. Had a lot of family drama, a lot of family stuff going on. Bad stuff that sent me into a bad place. But I started realizing it's on me. I had to take ownership. I had to take ownership. There's a lot of things that happen to you in your life that aren't your fault. This is a big one. So let me, let me say this one more time. There's a lot of things in your life that happen to you that are not your fault. But they are your responsibility to deal with and to learn from. <coughs> you understand the difference there? A lot of times, like, well, what else can I be? You know what happened to me? Blah, blah, blah. Well, that's how it's going because so-and-so did this to me. Well, that's how I feel like that because blah, blah, blah. We all said that. When I took ownership, when I stepped up and said, okay, yeah, this is my plate. What am I going to do with it? I can't just sit here. I got to take responsibility for my actions and what I have. Anybody have any questions so far? Right, good. How many uh, followers on your podcast? It's tough to tell. I get, I got like over 3,000 listens. I get roughly 100 per cast per week. So I do one a week, I get around 100 people. So I'd say it's probably, I think, I, I, break, I break that down to like a third. There's probably like 35 people that really care about what I have to say. So that seems like crappy numbers because you <laughs> see all these, you know, all these Instagram celebrities got 80,000 followers, 80 million followers, whatever. All you need is like 100 people to really like what you do. And then when you go to sell a t-shirt for 20 bucks and they buy it, you make two grand. How's that sound? You can do that from your phone. I do everything from my phone. <laughs> like, you can do anything you want. I make videos on my phone. I edit them on my phone. I upload them to YouTube from my phone. I do everything. You guys are part of this generation. Anybody? So what year were you guys born? So you guys were born like 2000, 2001? Okay, yeah. So I mean, everybody had the internet. When I was growing up, nobody had the internet. Only rich people had it. And then... Like around 96, you started to kind of see it. It was in college. You could like go there and you had like dial up and it was pretty slow. Um, but because of the internet and because of iPhones and all that stuff, you can do whatever you want, man. I see kids your age making six, seven hundred dollars on the weekend flipping sneakers. Yeah. I see kids going to yard sales and buying GI Joes and selling on eBay. You can do whatever you want to make money. The, the thing that people are going to respect of you, respect of you when you are not expect, but respect about you, I should say. Is they're going to respect the way you carry yourself, the way you treat other people, and how you handle money. So if you make $600 in a weekend, you're like, yeah, I got $600, blah, 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 yeah, check me out, then you're going to be a clown to most people. People like myself, 
I'm only talking about money because that's what I'm here to talk about, but you'll never know how much money I make. Because if I find a way to make money, I'll teach you if you ask, but I'm not showing anybody. I'm going to go for it. Um, podcasts, YouTube videos, there's so much information that you guys have that I never had. When I was trying to make music, all of a sudden, uh, Mr. Stewart, what's his name? Uh, Soldier Boy came out. Soldier Boy went platinum because of MySpace. You guys even know what MySpace is? Yeah. 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 Soldier Boy, I'm like over here working in the studio paying $300 an hour trying to get this anthem going. And this dude's on MySpace, made a three minute song off of Fruity Loops on his phone. You know what I mean? Went platinum, boom, signed the whole thing. I, I didn't understand. Now I understand. It's all about it's all about the technology in your hand. All right, so I got one more thing that's uh, I think the most important thing to talk about, and uh, and then I want to open up to some questions. And, and no questions, stupid. You can ask me anything. I don't care. Um, but your mindset, your mindset is going to dictate how your life goes. Does anybody know what that means? Anybody put that in other words? Like how you view things, how you see things, is going to dictate how you carry yourself. How you carry yourself is going to dictate how people treat you. If, you, if, I walk, if I walked up here right now, and I was just like, so guys, uh, you know, yeah, I have a barbershop, and I was looking at the floor, and I didn't know how to look up, you'd be like, all right, I don't want to be around this guy. He's making me feel awkward. He feels awkward. I don't want to be around this guy. My mindset is such that I know I can help you. I'm only here to help. That's my purpose. That's why God put me on the planet. To help people. Today I'm helping you. Alright? I know that my mindset is crisp. I wake up, I decide who I'm gonna be. Today I'm Tony Robbins. Boom, what's up? Today I'm Vince Vaughn. That's who I wanna be. You know what I mean? Mindset. Mindset. I walk through the halls, I say hi to people. It, and I'm, I'm a married man. But there's a lot of times when I show up at a Dunkin' Donuts and I talk the way I talk, and that's the girls on the counter, uh huh. They're like trying to figure out. Oh, they, they really like what I'm saying, you know? There's times where I pull up, you know, to a group group of young guys, like, group of young guys, like, I, like obviously, I, I'm a middle-aged white guy, obviously, but I can pull up to any playground, anywhere in the city, and talk to anybody about anything because I'm a barber, because I know things, because I know hip-hop, I know hoops, I know things. Whatever you like, I probably know a little bit about it. My mindset dictates that. Now, my mindset used to suck. My mindset was pretty bad. I didn't think very highly of myself because my skills, I didn't have many skills. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I failed at a couple of my adventures. Uh, I forgot to mention I started a record label somewhere in the mix there that tanked. Um, I had a lot of walls. And so my confidence was down. And so my confidence was down. And so my mindset was down. You need to find a way to will yourself into a powerful mindset. A mindset that says, whatever happens today, I'm going to be okay. Whatever happens today, I'm going to make the best of it. Because there's a silver lining to everything. Now, I haven't been through horrible, horrible things in my life, but I've been through enough bad stuff. And I always try to find the opportunity. Where's the opportunity? Your mindset's going to dictate how your life goes. If your mindset is, yo, whatever, this sucks, it's probably not going to be this, do that, so your lips are sore. Yo, let's get lunch together, bro. <laughs> we can. Um, you just got to come to Milford because I'm busy. <laughs> um, if you do that, if you do that a lot, 
you're going to start to see all the negative stuff. Uh, anybody here buy a car yet? Anybody drive a car? Oh, yeah, I'm on my third car, right? Third car, okay, what do you drive? Yeah. You said, what's that? BMW. Nice, okay, which one? 325. 325, X drive or? Okay, so 325, X drive, BMW. My man got that, right? So he's, before you had that car, you were like, I think I might want to get this car. Once you decided you wanted that car, how many of those cars did you notice? Oh my God. Like a billion, right? Everybody's got a BMW. I wanted a Dodge Ram truck. I'm like, nobody got a Dodge Ram truck. Oh, nobody got No. Everybody has a Dodge Ram truck. Once I decided. Now, I'm saying all that to say this. Your mindset, when you start thinking, today sucks, today sucks, today sucks, I don't like this, I'm uncomfortable, blah, 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 all you start to notice is, wow, that sucks, wow, that sucks, wow, I'm cold, wow, I'm hungry. If you change your mindset to whatever happens today, I'm going to be okay. No matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. You start to notice all the good stuff. I'm not telling you this, like anybody can blow smoke, oh, you know, everything's going to be okay. I know life's hard sometimes. I'm just telling you, my mindset switched, my life switched, and I'm going to be a wealthy person because of it. It's all in your mindset. So that's what I have to say today. I know we have about 20 minutes. You want to know anything specifically about me? I'll tell you, except for money, like how much I make. I'm not going to share that. Um, if you want to know anything about a situation you're going through, I know it's hard to talk about in front of a lot of people, too. So. Um, but I'm here. So what do you got? from the bottom, I started from the beginning. You know Drake made that big song. Yeah. Started from the bottom, now we hear everybody likes to say that. Yeah, I started from the bottom, man, I started from nothing. You don't start from nothing, you don't start from the bottom. You start at the beginning. Now my wife is really smart, really good with money. She bought her first house when she was 21. Jeez, she's good. Yeah, she saved all the money, she wasted no money on her apartment. She had she had an L car too. <laughs> she, she had like the, I forget, Lexus something, some Lexus. And she bought her own house, and she's and she used to she used to try to bring this up to me to get me upset. She'd be like, "Wow, you're almost 30 years old. You don't have nothing." <laughs> when we would get into fights, and I and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's true." But I didn't start. I'm starting now. I started at 30. If you guys start at 20, you'll be good. I started at 30. I'm almost. I'll be 40 in like four months. So I feel like I'm on a good trajectory. You don't not the bottom. By the way, Drake made that song, and he was rich since he was a little kid. So don't listen to Drake. Drake was on Nickelodeon when he was like five. He said like showbiz money forever. He's kind of he started like from the middle to high. All right, so so what else? Yo, hold on, because there might be somebody that wants to. Like I said, I'm here to change one life today. Hopefully, it's yours. Anybody? I'm here right there. Should you want to get lunch? Hell yeah. Why? I'm going through some stuff. Okay. Like you said like, your mindset. I, was, I don't know, man. That hit yeah. me. Yeah. I feel like a Drake song. 
Everything he has to say, he's talking to you specifically. I'm sort of like for the same age, so <laughs> you know. Um, and then decide if you want to go to business school because he's going to put stuff in a much better context than I was. But he and I said similar stories. That's good. It costs a lot of money for this. You want to waste Listen up. Saving money? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Money no. question, so the question was. Here's a good question. Unless you're rich, if you're already rich, you can keep talking. But if you're not rich, then you should listen to this. She said, How do I save money? It's all about percentages. And you have to be your own CEO. You have to tax yourself. Okay? So this is what my father taught me, and it's true today. Whatever you make, you take three-fifths and put it in the bank, okay? So I sucked at math. I had to do it out when I was your age. So $100, you put in three-fifths in the bank, that's 60 bucks. You need to put $60 in the bank. That's untouchable money. So you have what left? 40 bucks? Okay, so I'm not bad at math. I have to actually think about it. All right? You have to, you, with that $40, that's where you would pay your car insurance. That's where you would pay your gas. That's where you would pay whatever you want, going out, you know, doing whatever you're going to do, buying clothes, whatever it is, you pay your phone. So you put that money in the bank. By the time I graduated high school, I had almost $8,000. Just chunk. I blew it off. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I blew it off. But, <laughs> but that, that's, that's how it was. Um, that's how you save money. Now, you've got to figure out how much you need to survive, and then you might have an earning issue. Then you might need to earn more money. But as long as you put three-fifths and save two-fifths, I mean, use two-fifths to, uh, to do whatever you want, you, your numbers will go up and be easier to go. What's that? Tax season? Oh, you get taxes back, yeah. So I don't get taxes back, because I, you know, I pay quarterly, I get nothing back. <laughs> Yeah. 
Cars are a big piece of freedom. When it's you, your age, I remember getting a car and it was like freedom. My first car cost 600 bucks. It was a fear, but it worked. You know, it got me out of Medway. That's why I grew up in Medway. Um, all right, so one more thing I want to just put in your minds, okay? One more thing, and then I'll leave you guys to it. What, what I wanted to do for a living was all these things that made me super important. Whether it was being a comedian, being a rapper, all this stuff. But you can't go to a guidance counselor like, I want to be in show business. They'll be like, oh yeah, sure, do this. You can't do that. So I went to school, blah, blah, blah. What I really wanted to do was be important. And the reason I wanted to be important, I wanted to feel important. Being important, feeling important, two different things. I wanted to feel important because growing up, I was never important. I was always second thought. So I want to be super important. Who's super important? Famous people. I want to be famous. What I learned is that being important is being a business owner who employs seven people, being a husband, being a father, being somebody who comes and speaks to guys and girls like you. That's, that's being important. And so I didn't realize that barbering actually covered all the bases of the things I wanted. I wanted blue collar. I knew I wanted to wear sneakers. I knew I didn't want to wear a name tag. And I knew that I wanted to like do something with my hands. So what is that? Well, Barbara. Barbara covers all that. And because of my connections to people like John and, uh, and Ryan, who was here earlier, I get to come do stuff like this. I make it, it's like a big network that I make up the, over there. So you may think that your skill level, your skill set, and your passions mean this. But don't be uh, alarmed or weirded out if it turns into this. And that's going to be good. Like I said, plan C. So I'll leave you with that. Any other questions? All right, before you go, before we give Jake a round, um, I have teeth and forms for you. And uh, I hope you guys put the time into it. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, let me drop that beat first. Wait until that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So. So, I would like to show these teaching reforms to Jake later on. Okay, so there's a point where you can ask questions. So, it's a form where they write down their thoughts, your presentation, epiphanies, and questions. Maybe. Okay, so people were a little reluctant to share. One partner with it. I don't want to lose three. Uh, all right, if you want, go ahead, Gus.
I don't want to know I'm the August all gravy. <laughs> <laughs>